0: Welcome... <laughs> you beat me to it. Good. <laughs> that one was like four seconds long. Yeah. I feel like it was like a normal like hello like H E L L O. What like this? Hello. <laughs> Welcome back, buddies. Uh, another session of Darklands here. Uh, I think this should only be episode two. Uh, so before we do get oh, into yeah. it, uh, our usual spiel, uh, all of us here at, it's going to sound weird, but we have to get used to it, buddy. All of us here at Tabletop Buddies are 21 years of age. We do not condone underage drinking and always drink responsibly. Um, if any of that seemed random, uh, if it might be your first time here, uh, first of all, uh, the entire channel, our whole podcast just went under a massive rebranding.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, secondly, um, for the dark lands, this is our uh, drunken nighttime campaign. Uh, sometimes it is just uh, me and Eric. Sometimes it is uh, me and, Eric, Ryan, and Skyler. Sometimes it is just me and Ryan. Sometimes Jen hops in. Uh, John was a part of like the entire first story arc.
2: <laughs> yeah, when's he coming back?
0: Uh, before uh, the end of February, hopefully. Woo-hoo! Hopefully, uh, which you know, right now it's not even the start of February yet, and we post these bi-weekly at least that's the idea (laughs) um so by the time you guys hear this we might even have them back which would be great it would be so jumping back in man we are we are at a real real hot spot in the darklands here last we left off which eric if you do do need a quick reminder um the Doodle Doc has all of the updated names and terms and all of that. The epic, yeah, kind of, but... the, the epic conclusion to Maddox's tomb. The dungeon the party has been in for quite some time now. All of this started with meeting a couple of goblins. Rylan Twan uh previously caught an ally of yours telling you about these tunnels these passages uh beneath mid march how important it was uh back in the day for these couriers these messengers to uh convey across a long distance sightings of cassius a vampire that seems to reign terror over this entire land. You fought (laughs) lobster spiders because that is how everyone seems to know them and call them now. You delved into barracks. You made your way through animated armor and animated spell books going through a catacombs. There has been so many roadblocks, barricades, steps to take just to get to the point of this final this last layer, the tomb. Sawyer in one of his own solo sessions recovered schematics for a cannon. And the ammunition in which was necessary to finally banish this boogeyman type figure, Maddox, that has been haunting him for longer than any of us can imagine. Sawyer Greyfall himself not even casting a shadow behind him. The same guy... That beetle, the last time you saw him, was in a fetal position, rocking back and forth, continuously, manically saying, it's him, it's him, it's him. Sawyer Greyfall returned, thanks to your deity, Uriel, after a grueling bloodshed. How many hit points are you at, if I may ask? Do you have that updated? I
2: think I was nine.
0: Single digits. (laughs) As I said, grueling bloodshed of a fight. Sawyer Grayfall hitting that final shot. This cannon warded against any sort of physical magical indestructible type cannon this fifth and final shot banishing maddox once and for all upon the entire form of this haunting creature dissipating streams of light matter conjuration energy all of this bursting around you you see the very matter around you begin to ascend bridges begin to rematerialize the caves and tunnels around you changing in shape and size the entire landscape, your peripheral vision, up, down, left, right, everything, not even seems, justifiably, the two of you both know what you just did, revealing the original passages and minds underneath Midmarch and Renalton. These ghostly figures, these spirits, the miners, the guards, all of the ghosts that you previously saw regaining their lives. And the married couple locked in arms, Mr. and Mrs. Mazarin before you. Now before we do pick up last episode, we did have a bit of an audio hiccup. So we're picking up with... Before you, Beetle, Mr. and Mrs. Mazarin telling you of Cassius Darkthrone, the vampire you previously encountered, cursing not only them, but this entire region of the Darklands, and having multiple hexes, these negative boons, sinister, evil effects. Not to the north, not to the south, not northeast, southwest. Across all of the Darklands.
2: You said there was Cassius Dark Throne? Yes. Which
0: finally, after a long introduction <laughs> Uh, do keep in mind uh, for all of you uh, joining us for potentially the first or second time here in the Dark Lands, uh, we are almost, what, 30 sessions deep?
2: Yeah, 30, 31. Yeah.
0: So I tried to spark notes the past dozen or so into that. Which I was about to pick up with uh, Mr. Mazarin there. But we don't have a keyword, Eric. Which for all of you who don't know, um, one of our wonderful fans, uh, a lot of you guys have submitted stuff to us. But one really stood out uh, for a George drinking rule for me to have a keyword for every dark Uh, Darklands episode That uh, I have to essentially try to Swing one specific Word into my narrative Uh, If Eric Picks up up on it uh, I have to take a shot I think because I keep buying Shots for Eric (laughs) If, If If you miss it Do you take the shot
2: now? I don't remember anymore. Sure, let's do it that way. Now, of course, you would say. So, uh,
0: what word are we thinking? Because it has to always do with something I'm drinking. But we're uh, we're stuck here with ninety-nine bananas again.
2: Um. Boy. How about true. True. Proof. P-R-O-O-F. Oh,
0: proof. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We can go with proof. Proof that I don't...
2: <laughs> proof that they make these bottles so I can't freaking open them. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. Proof is good.
1: Uh, try...
0: <laughs> okay. With all of that uh, finally being concluded uh (laughs) drink
2: we're starting this one off strong Ooh.
0: oh and uh also at uh at any time either of us can call out to each other to roll a d6 if you want to participate you can but by no means you have to this is more for just us at the table but it was like i said if if you want to hop in hop in uh regardless hey george yep you're gonna do it aren't you i knew it yep 4
2: 5 Really? Yep, with a dice I never use.
1: Hmm.
0: Which one is that?
2: Um one of my pink dice. Ooh, all right. So
0: starting our session. Mr. and Mrs. Mazarin, a man in his mid-40s, a bandolier of wooden stakes, you know, around his chest going from his left shoulder to his right hip, uh, a shaved head, and locked in arms with him next to him, uh, a woman, uh, In height, you know, she's shorter, she's probably more like, uh, you know, like 5'2", 5'3", but she's got long... Curly brown hair and two long swords
2: at her side. They're both about, about five foot
0: six. Well, uh, we would put uh, Mrs. Mazarin uh, at that like five foot two mark, but uh, Mr. he's probably more, uh, he's probably actually more like George height. He's probably more like me, like six foot one. But you you do have the two of them before you, and uh, for any of you note-takers out there, for reference, uh, Mr. Mazarin's first name is William, Mrs. Mazarin's first name is Emma. So we don't have to constantly go by Mr., Mrs., deal with all of that, we can go with Will and Emma. (sighs) Young Beetle you you seem puzzled by my mention of many curses
1: I am
3: yes
2: I see well if you elaborate as best you can
3: i
0: I do believe we have much to discuss i will not even attempt to understand the amount of time that has surpassed since I was like you amongst the living. Instead, um, in this time, I've realized how much to really, truly cherish not only those around me, Looks down to Emma. And just takes a deep breath. And, you know, exhales through the nostrils. The simplicities. Allow me to show you first. And then we will begin. You see, he goes to a a nearby wall that was previously just, you know, like, absolutely just, like, cloaked in dark. You know, from Maddox and the tomb and all that. And... You know, th- this is less of Beatles' fault and more of you would only know this if you were here. That he seems to like dig into the wall. Like impossible to like reach through your bedroom wall. He just reaches his hand through and pulls. And you can already hear a dissension coming down to you. Like I said, we have much to discuss. And you see with a smile and a nod. This arcane lift. There's no pulleys here. This isn't engineering. This isn't an advancement of technology. Nothing like that. This is like a magical stone Disc about 15 feet in diameter. Of, for lack of a better term, of an elevator descends, locks in place, and you see the the two of them like almost just like grin at each other, and like the sense of nostalgia washes over them. They just walk onto it right to the middle. Look to you, please. Join us. I'd love to see what the past uh, couple centuries has done to Hailmere.
2: I join them.
3: Yeah,
0: you simply, you know, just take 10, 15 feet forward. But damn, Beetle, you swear you've never heard of, you've never seen anything like this. as you step onto the platform there's a momentary pause not only in you but also in William and Emma it's not that it's not that there's like a magical effect that's making you freeze in place you don't feel paralyzed you have that sensation of am i forgetting something And you you just look back, you know, chin head over your left shoulder, and you see a tiny, tiny shape <laughs> as the footsteps uh, begin to pick up pace, you hear not one, not two, but three. <laughs> Sawyer, already to your side, you see not only Ra and Kwan joining you. Uh, I mean, can we? Are we good?
2: I look at Mr. Mazarin. Um,
0: did, did they, are, are they friends of yours? Did they assist?
2: They, they are, and they did. Please, yes,
0: yes, absolutely. Of course, but what about the uh, the last one, Beetle? And you see, as he points, this is when the emotional, mental crossroads hits you. You have the Mazarins before you, legends. Before you. Comfortably, your best pal, right, Sawyer? Your best pal, right there. Ral and Kwan, sure, they can get on your nerves, but they're just kind of like, you know, your annoying little brothers. Yeah. <laughs> but then you see a final shape, a third shape. Of a kobold. A familiar dark-skinned, stormy-eyed kobold as Zeke Tordep approaches the platform.
3: So, uh,
0: um, you know, is, uh, oh boy, um, I mean, I can wait for the next one. I don't really know how this thing works. Uh. It's up to you. Uh. You know, Shadow Slayer.
4: You know what? Maybe I should just wait. I grab him and pull him on. Okay.
2: And I look at Mr. Mazarin and simply say, as annoying as he is, is, is there a at time, he has been a good help.
0: Understood. Understood. Um, I mean, you seem to be quite uh, the, uh, the popular one. Is there anyone else that you would like to... Uh, Rowan, anyone else to join? Do you feel good?
2: The one that I wish were here that is not here. I wish he could see what is going on.
0: See, with like an affirmative understanding nod. Perhaps one day we can show him. That will be we? nice. And uh you see he just simply just nudges. This is maybe all of just a couple a couple of inches backwards. It's almost like uh you know like that uh wet cement look where it's like that is literally someone's exact footprint. Steps in the center and sure as shit. Your foot would be too big. Zeet's too small. Sawyer's a, just a touch too small. It's almost like that uh, Cinderella story of, you know, that perfect slipper. Mm. Stands in the center and it begins to ascend. Just how I remember. Wonderful. Just wonderful. This this is a, a pleasure. This is a delight. Young Beetle. I cannot, words for the rest of my life could never express the amount of gratitude for you and for Sawyer. I do, however, and I would never be one to uh, speak down upon those who literally saved me, um, So perhaps an overstep, perhaps curiosity killing the cat here. Um, What significance do the two green ones and the small dragon
2: serve? Points to Ralkwan and Zeke. Uh, The small dragon solved an underwater puzzle that spelled your names. And without... Underwater?
0: We left that there in broad daylight.
2: Why is it underwater?
0: It was, it was very simple.
2: don't know why it was underwater. Oh.
0: You know, this was probably uh, probably just the work of previous chain leaders. Do you know what I mean? sabotage
2: yeah could be
0: very well very well okay so we uh, got uh puzzle solver here and uh the green ones
2: they gave what history of the underground
0: oh place historians they why didn't you say so sooner historians
2: no, well, he. Already... what they like to call himself. So, <laughs> yeah, but uh,
0: with with your charisma, Beetle, I'm I'm not by any means saying that you should stop. It's just you seem to really excite Mr. Mazarin. You seem to really excite William. He just seems to be blowing it out of proportion. <laughs> that works. Yep. <laughs> That this was by no means, no fault of you. It's just, he is a, he's an old soul and he seems to now look and appreciate Raoul and Quan as intellectuals. Well, there is a a bit of a ride up yet. Obviously, Beetle, you had uh, some questions for me about uh, about Cassius, about these hexes, and uh, excuse me. You see, uh, Zeke raises a finger and just looks directly at uh, you and Sawyer.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: so, uh, just just let me power through this, okay, guys. You know, if I, if I just, like, take a, a second to breathe, it's just, it's not gonna work, so just let me, j- just, just let me do this, okay? Uh, I, I know, I'm, I'm self-aware that I'll, just, just let me start by saying I'm sorry, okay? Um, I know I haven't been on top of my game. I know I haven't, uh, been my my best self, you know, I've been working through some stuff, you know, where where I'm from, something like this would never happen, I would be, you know, I, I can't even say what I would be doing, because it would sound like gibberish to all of you. Uh, the, the point is, um... And you see he pulls out a familiar... You actually helped him find this beetle. A familiar box. The fact is... It doesn't matter how strong, how magical, how... Whatever, how anything you are. I... Sternly, confidently believe... I'm the only person... On this plane, in this world, wherever we are, that can open this box. Right, Beetle? It would seem so. Because you you did try to open it, and this was not a matter of, like, you failing a strength check or something. It did not accept you. And oh, oh boy! okay, we are almost up there. um all right, uh, summarize, got it um when when I first got here, I thought this place just sucked. I thought it was a place of just like dark and blood and death and despair, but now I've come to realize this place actually has a lot to offer me there's something or someone out there for me not a significant other I'm not saying anything like that not like you know a relationship I, I, I got I got family here guys that's what I'm trying to say. I got family here and I don't I still don't understand why I shouldn't I'm not from here I wasn't born here but for some reason I have family here and I I don't have to I need to it's like you know I need to breathe like oxygen I, I need to know why so when we ascend when we hit whatever we're hitting up here Rao, one, Beetle, Sawyer uh, dope-ass Mazarin people, I, I think, I think this is my time to go. I'm not trying to hurt any of you, I'm not trying to offend you, it's nothing like that. I have my own personal agenda here, and I, I, I have to know whoever this blood is. I just, I have to. I hope you all understand.
2: The apology is accepted, little one. Thank you.
0: Uh,
2: Mr. I M- can understand why you want to go looking but it's not necessarily that you have to do it on your own I I, I understand
0: I, I, I get where you're coming from Beetle. I mean you're, you're totally not in the wrong the thing is you know everyone when they look at me they think you know oh he's maybe been around a, a couple of decades he doesn't know his ass from his elbow when you know I actually know my kidney from my esophagus. You know what I'm saying? Um, The point is, you have a much bigger purpose. Okay, beetle? Really listen to me when I say this. You have a real reason. I don't know if you're going to save the world. I don't know if you're going to kill every vampire to what the land. I, 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 I don't. I'm not a future teller, dude. What I can tell is what I need to accomplish is finding whoever did this shows the same box. And I know whatever you need to accomplish is going to save... Hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands more lives than I ever will by just healing someone. You're the priority. Even this sad guy that just shoots stuffs, he's the priority. I was put here. Maybe even by mistake. But this is where I need to be right now. And with a heady whoop, the ascension, the platform, reaches its peak. And... Zeke extends a hand out goodbye
2: you know if you leave I can't keep my word that I gave when you first appeared
0: I do and that's that's something I will accept
2: are you positive positive Because it doesn't seem like something The truth would ever say
0: (laughs) You get a You get an A for effort There man Uh, Thank you for remembering And uh, Maybe I'll see you again When uh, When people aren't trying to bite Everyone's necks around here Huh
2: possible. But before you go, I reach down into my boot,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and I pull out a dagger. Oh.
0: Retracts the handshake, pockets the dagger, and I want to say like a toddler, but you know exactly what I'm talking about like Roman running up to you and giving you a hug. (laughs) Maybe just goes right above the kneecaps. Gives a hug. Trying to fist bump Sawyer, and Sawyer just stares down at him. And Zeke exits. Backpack. Zipped, everything in place, seems sturdy, seems happy, kind of gives, you know, his shoulders the, like, old end around, with a little draconic grin on his face. Walks off into the distance. So, Beetle, before you, first of all, obviously you've ascended all the way up this platform-type arcane elevator. Where you actually are is the most, uh, what would it be, northwest part of a graveyard. You're at the very corner of a graveyard. Um, rest of the land around it, sure. untouched. It's it's almost like a, uh, you know, like that original uh, Batman TV series where the Batcave was hidden by just like vines and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this was hidden by just like, uh, you know, a landscaper. You know, the groundskeeper of the graveyard specifically told, don't trim the grass here. (laughs) Because it, you know, just continues out into a forest. That you see before you, you know, looking beyond uh, the graveyard is a a smaller town. This is about the size of Midmarch. A quick glance, you know, no, um, no perception check, nothing like that needed. Uh, a quick glance, you see uh, hut-like wooden homes, uh, a humble town square of people, you know, just trading, selling items. Uh, some folks seem to have, and this is what's off-putting, this general sadness about them.
2: You know, like when you're having, you know, just
0: a bad day. They don't have their chins raised. It's like they're permanently looking down as they walk. Not many smiles. A kind of dull gray complexion to some of them. Do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's like to their very skin tone, like this dull gray. However, other smaller spots, uh, Seem upbeat. Main reason. Uh, <laughs> I, I just love that I get to say, say this. Uh, the main reason why there seems to be this upbeat mood to some spots is. Uh, beetle. Since you were a child. Since you can remember. The sky above you, that overcast, haunting, stormy sky, every day of your life. Wake up, you see just, you know, stormy clouds. Sometimes it rains, sometimes it it, it should be summer, 70, 80 degrees beautiful, but it's like these clouds, these just... Sad clouds preventing any sort of light. That overcast, haunting, stormy sky, for the first time in your life, Beale, has rays of sunlight coming out of it. You see children standing in the sunshine. Elderly folk, people in their 70s, 80s, 90s, pointing up, staring in disbelief. This isn't a bright summer sun, but some rays of sunlight for the first time in you don't know how long the sun appears to be coming back to the dark lands when Mr. Mazarin just grabs you on the shoulder, shakes you. You know, it's, it's almost like a happy head coach to their star player. Soak it in, son. Pats you on the back a couple of times. You've done good. What would you like to do, Beetle?
2: I stare at the sky for a little bit longer, and yeah. I look back at Mr. Mazarin with uh-huh. tears in my eye and say, yeah. I still don't feel like it's enough. So let's get to work.
0: Uh, take two George points, first of all. Just for Eric out of campaign, knowing exactly what I'm meaning and talking about. And then again, for in campaign, having your character react. So as you say, let's get to work. Uh, William, Mr. Mazarin starts with Well, obviously, I'm hoping This isn't mid-March. This isn't my town, is it? I would never leave Uh, my town looking like this.
2: A lot's happened in whatever amount of time has been gone.
0: Yes, it's been a couple centuries. Fortunately, this isn't. You guys are in, uh, where, uh, him and his wife were, uh, chain leaders at, was, uh, mid-March. This is, uh, the town to the east. You started in mid-March and literally went all the way underground to here. So I think where we begin, um, where are the chain leaders? Who is in charge? Boy, this young beetle, uh, perhaps we follow your lead. May we? Okay, Uh, make a perception check.
2: I love you, George. Mm-hmm. 31. Wow. Okay. So,
0: uh, I will throw a couple things at you, and I think you'll know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you'll have an idea of what's going on. So, uh, first of all, like I said, uh, um, this new town that you've entered, it's, it's similar in size to mid March. Uh, obviously what you've noticed so far is some of the citizens just having this dull gray complexion, this almost like lifeless look to themselves. Uh, what you are noticing a lot is, uh, first of all, Most of the homes, they're shacks. They're very hut light. You do notice that there is one, I don't want to call it bigger. This is more of like um, an in town house office. You know, if you were to take like uh, your city hall and shrink it to one room (laughs) that's the biggest place or one of the biggest places around here Um, although you are uh, more used to the uh, chain leader from mid-march this does seem to be where uh the chain leader or leaders especially in uh case Uh, Perhaps Sasha and Victor are both in here. Maybe there's one. uh, But you would definitely guess that this would be where uh, a chain leader would be. Uh, Secondly, uh, there is a large sign. You know, we're talking this is built over the place. It's not built in. It's not engraved. Built over the establishment reads the third glass. Uh, you imagine this is the local pub. Um, there seems to be a pretty beat down temple. This, you, you know, this is not due to your lack of a perception check. This is due to a lack of any sign of what this temple wants resembled. It has been beat down, degraded. It's not in ruins, but it's pretty close to falling apart. Uh, other than that uh you you feel like you found the
1: hot spots.
2: Would you two like a To eat something to drink before we start.
0: Are you kidding me? Oh. Um. Young Beetle. I'm ashamed to have to even ask. And you see, he reaches into his pants pockets, into his little sweater vest. It appears all of the money. That he possessed. He did not carry. It's all likely. Way back. In mid March.
2: In the mansion. William. I never said you were paying. It is my treat. It does like a little
0: happy dance. Humble. Kind. You are, are you a knight? You are my kind of knight. You don't call yourself a knight? I'll knight you.
2: Lead the way. I gesture for them to follow to the third glass.
0: With a large smile, waving, greeting people. You know, maybe it's overexemplified that, you know, even though he wasn't a chain leader here, he seems to just have this hospitality. And, and you know especially with your alignment beetle like he's just a good dude trying to just spread some kindness in a very unhappy land and you make your way to the third glass which is where we will take our break we will see all of you in just a moment welcome back welcome <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's like an owl amount of o's
2: <laughs> and I don't even count. I just go to a long Sa nowhere
0: that uh we picked back up with uh Beetle. you are uh guiding uh Mr and Mrs mezarin uh will William and Emma to the third glass yes. Um, anything you want to do along the way or just uh, go straight in
2: I'm gonna walk slow enough so they can
0: like soak in them. the environment
2: yeah okay um here I'll just
0: roll a quick perception on their end okay so we enter inside yes um so entering inside the third glass um what you um Immediately notice, uh, first of all, is, you know, you've, not that by any means is Beetle like an alcoholic or anything, it's just, you know, you've been to your fair share of taverns, pubs, bars, Um, immediately, this one is a bit off-putting. The reason being, like, there's no perception, there's nothing like that needed, this is Beetle's passive awareness. Everyone in this bar it's actually laid out more more like a restaurant like private booths and everything. And you see the other patrons, you know, uh, customers, everyone within they're very to themselves. they're just uncaring. They're standoffish, you know, there's like a couple of like little bells on the door to signal when someone's entering. They seem to not even like raise their heads or turn around to see who's coming in. Like everyone, everyone inside is just. Uh, I don't want to call them like unperceptive, like they hear the door opening. They hear the little bells. They just seem to just not give a shit. Except for only one or two figures, there is um the barkeep. This figure is a Goliath, so he's standing around eight feet tall, but he doesn't even meet you with a wave. He Seems to actually just be cleaning, you know, like with a spare cloth. He seems to just be like polishing, cleaning a table. But just taking a glance at it, that table's already clean. The floor beneath it is fine. Like, you know, there's no stains. There's no... You know like food debris, so there's no crumbs, there's nothing like that. It's like he's just cleaning a clean table. It's, just, it's it's weird. It's off-putting. And then there is a secondary figure. He is to uh the uh the back left. Like it's like he's in like the furthest back booth in a corner but he kind of like has his arm around the rest of the booth um, you know he's wearing like a, a buttoned up tunic with like you know the top button is like undone you can see like the chest hair already coming out he just seems like charismatic he's got like this never ending smirk on his face like compared to everyone else around this guy actually like seems happy and he's actually the only one that notices you enter. Oh, what would you um, like to do?
2: Going to walk to the Goliath that's cleaning a clean table and ask if... We mm. may sit there. You here? Yes. If it's all right with you.
1: Mm.
3: Let me bring chair... How many?
2: It's just going to be the three of us. And the two goblins, And... Three adult
3: chairs, two child chair coming up. And you see as he stomps over, you know, like, he
0: just throws, like, all these, like, on his back, on his shoulder, everything. And here, how about now you make a perception check?
2: Okay. Let's go with my lucky one. Ooh. uh
0: 23 23 um yeah so he, he brings all of them over but you see that same uh instinct that same impulse he's bringing over five clean chairs but before he even like allows anyone to sit down he Brings over the same rag and starts cleaning your chair.
2: It's good enough for my taste, sir. Uh, yeah.
3: You sit here? Yeah. And like, yes, okay.
0: Goes to the next one, starts cleaning a perfectly clean chair.
2: I give him two gold pieces and say, none of these have to be cleaned.
0: You've seen this reaction before. It's been a while. But you've seen this reaction before. You feel like this is somebody that has only a few times Very rarely in their entire life has seen a gold piece. And the fact that you presented (laughs) two. And you see he is he's slow in his motion to like even take it. And is almost like waiting with his hand underneath yours for you to just drop them you sure yes and you release the coins holds them in his hand looks down and what was that perception again 23 yeah i was about to say it was like above 20. You see him look to that same figure that's in the corner, you know, like with the slightly buttoned down tunic. And like, it's almost like he's like waiting for like affirmation, you know, like a proud, like a kid that's proud of himself showing off to his dad. You know, that's not the case. The ages don't add up, but it's it's that same vibe.
2: Okay, Food, drink, how much... Your best drinks, adult drinks, Adul- for the adult people. Okay. Your best children drinks for the two goblins, and your best. Well, your best for food for these two fine people. Ooh, I. Mm.
3: I. Not see them before.
0: See him just kind of squint his eyes. He seems to be like unbothered by you, Raoul, and Quan, but uh, William and Emma,
3: he just kind of squints at. Okay. Yeah. 35 silver. Is that too much? No, I, I'll i just keep, I'll keep the shinies.
2: No, you will be paid.
3: I... Almost like
0: claps in place.
2: I give him 45 silver. Extra? Okay. Uh,
3: new here? Any... Uh, you want to know stuff? Yes. Okay, wait.
0: Can you see he, like gallops like a full stride to put like the little tickets on like you know the old school like kitchen uh, it's like a top ring that spins around to the chefs just puts the tickets up there spins them around and just strides back to you guys what
3: no what no
2: what? what is the cause for everybody to be so down down in the dumps you need to poop no why is everyone so unhappy
3: ah uh, what there to be happy for
2: there's many things to be happy for. No, but everyone die. die.
3: Everyone die. Is it
2: a natural death that's been causing everybody to die? Oh, oh, no. No.
3: No, it's the it's bad ones. Like the nighttime ones.
0: And that's when... Uh, William Mr. Mazarin immediately just like whispers into your ear young beetle I'm sure you're aware let's use small short words and if I may suggest where do the bad ones come from and what is up with the figure that decides to show us his chest. If I may. You see he retracts back and just smiles (laughs) towards him as he's waiting for your response and, like, odling at his gold
2: and silver. As uh, our hostess... Is looking at <laughs> gold and silver. Take I look at, your
0: George point, you son
2: of a bitch. You know you got me there. Uh-huh. I, I look at Mr Mazarin and I'm hoping he catches on. Mm-hmm. I tap the table and so- I That is such draw an easy check. Go on. A symbol of a sword and shield, and I point behind me, indicating bad feeling about this person, and that we should be defensive but not obvious.
0: Okay, uh, it would it would actually be forward because uh, that figure with the tunic, um, he he is in front of you, and he actually doesn't seem to. Here, uh, because these are different skill checks from what we're used to, let's have you just do a diplomacy check. That's, good that's what we will rule to just have you get a read on this kind of mysterious dude that's back there.
2: um okay
0: is this a Um, calculator moment
2: oh no it's easy math I'm just trying to figure out how how much you're gonna hate me oh you're
0: trying to figure out the total to tell me and how upset I'll be
2: you know you take a 14 and you add in that 20 oh shut up Nope.
0: Okay. So so you rolled a nat twenty? Yes. Alright, so essentially you just want me to give you the skinny on this mysterious dude.
2: I want the juice, the fat, and okay. the bone.
0: Okay. So, um I'll just be transparent as much as possible. Which I think this is just like a GM tip. Don't ruin a Nat twenty. My player, he got a nat 20, I did not plan for it, so I will provide as much as I can without being incredibly obvious, hopefully. <laughs> um. So, Beetle, as you're not totally sure, this guy over here, you know, everyone else seems just so depressed. Why is this guy not? Like, what is his deal? You're not sure. Friend, foe, potential ally. What do... You know, do you potentially need uh, someone like your old buddy that's stuck at the lake (laughs) to take note of this figure? And as, um, you know, not necessarily... You're not necessarily making a hostile move. It's you are on the brink of presenting your sword. Being like, okay dude. What's up with you? I'll show you what's up with me. You're not afraid of anything like that. And as you're about to reach for the pommel of your sword. You get about... You know, three, four inches away. It's like you're about to reach for a wallet, but then you stop and you're like, wait, I don't have to do this. Beetle feels that same sensation that, wait, stop. I don't have to do this. You look at him. You turn back to Mr. Mazarin. You close your eyes. You stop. Wait. Where am I? I'm not in mid-March. I'm in Renalton. I'm not in a place with one chain leader. I'm in a place with two. I'm in a place with not only a sister but a brother. As you look over at this figure, He's the only guy that doesn't seem sad, that doesn't seem distraught. He's the only one that seems welcoming. Is it a coincidence that you're both here? That's up to you.
2: I look at our hostess and I say, oh, yeah. um, who is the gentleman in the corner that is smiling?
3: Oh, that's Victor.
1: He, yeah.
3: He's all right.
2: Is Victor always happy?
3: Uh, most of the time. I mean, he's here a lot. Should he not be here a lot I shouldn't have said that I'm sorry.
2: No, no, it's perfectly fine he's just here a lot. I've got no problem with it. I'm new to this town, so. Yeah,
3: oh, welcome.
2: Would he care to join us? You want me to go ask?
3: Peace. Uh, 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 you, you can see he's, like, trying to
0: figure out, like, I'll be right back. Oh, please, excuse me. Like, he's trying to find, like, the proper nice terms because you're paying so much. And he he's, like, already 10 feet away and just raises up, like, his giant index finger for, like, one second. And you see him go over uh, to that figure, whisper something. He whispers back to the Goliath. There's a nod. And they both seem to approach with the Goliath figure pulling up a chair. Where do you want
3: him to sit?
2: That is up to him.
3: It is his
1: (laughs) town,
0: I'm guessing. Well, it would... Be improper for me to not sit to my lady, wouldn't it? And you see him wink at Mrs. Mazarin.
2: You would have to ask her husband. If that would be okay?
0: He doesn't know. For the time being, We learn what we need to learn. And you see with the swift hand motion, uh, Mr. Mazarin, essentially, without standing up, pulls out the chair to welcome him next to Emma, Mrs. Mazarin.
2: Pleasure to meet you, sir. Uh,
0: That is victor so all of you timed nice figures around here let me know uh wow you are short points at the goblins. uh yeah uh so we've been underground a long time hiding from vampires uh beetle saved us and they just point at you
1: I have done so, the as well as I well assume as
0: I you are Beetle. And you see Victor extend a uh, handshake out to you.
2: I accept his handshake and I shake it. Okay.
0: And uh, you're two wonderful allies
2: here. Yes, yes. Uh, this fine gentleman is William Mazarin. And this wonderful lady is Emma. Sir.
0: He's extending his hand out. When you say William, like, you know, the hand is still going out. And then you say Mazarin, he, he's like bringing his arm back.
2: That is a peculiar motion you are doing there.
0: The whole demeanor changes this charismatic, untearing form changes to anger. What fucking prank is this?
2: We have much to discuss about.
0: The Mazarins literally have not existed for centuries and you're like, oh look at me I'm a big cat dude and I'm gonna what the fuck do you want, money? You want money?
2: I can give you money. I don't want your money, Victor my purpose in life is to continue to break the many curses that have been put on the land
0: see he immediately looks left to right how the fuck do you know who are you who are these people and points at Mr. and Mrs. Mazarin I don't know what fucking practical joke you're playing right now Me and my sister, we can literally just fucking lock you up.
2: If that is what you feel fit, then go ahead. But my name, since you so kindly asked, is Beetle Swiftclaw. This is William and Emma Mazarin, who have been freed from a curse that was put on them. They're an immediate gulp when
0: you say your last name. A look to your left, a look to your right. You really did it. Yes. From my understanding, let's do his left, let to Looks, she was right. He's still trying to, like, to some degree, be secretive. I thought it had to be banished. Was it haunting you?
2: It was not haunting me personally, but a very dear friend of mine that I assisted in banishing
0: it. Yeah, you can see there's, like, the immediate palms to his nose. You know, like wipes under his chin. You know, just that. It's gone. It's dead. It is. Now, this isn't from me to you. This is from an NPC that doesn't know if they can trust you. I have to make sure that you're not lying to him. I know you're not, but he doesn't. Oh, God. That's what a four gets you. (laughs) Immediately puts his palms together in almost a bow. Closes his eyes, looks up at you.
2: Thank you. I simply nod my head without saying a word.
0: So you are really them? And just points with his hands to your left and right to the Mazarin's. I... Words cannot express. I'm sure you under... And like, you know, as he's trying to kiss ass, essentially, and make up for his mistake.
3: Uh, Drinks and food! (laughs) I believe this is your order. Is everyone doing okay?
2: Yes, I okay. looked at, over at Victor and I say, "My treat." I Do you
0: want something? I wish I could accept. However, uh, I own fifty percent of where we are sitting, so I would much rather have you keep your coin. And say that this isn't only on me, but it is on the few gold that have ever been here. Thank you for that. The few
2: gold that have been
0: here? Since the minds that I believe your friends... <sighs> To this day, we all thought we're abandoned. That's not the case. Looks to the left and right, and obviously you, you know better, they never abandoned those mines. No. Everyone died down there. <laughs> that there has been a unfortunate misunderstanding. Where do we begin? What do you know, Beetle? What do you know of me? What do you know? I believe we can speak frankly. What do you know of Cassius? What do you know of your allies? And what do you know of my sister? What do you know of Sasha?
2: I lean forward so that just he and those at the table can hear, and I say, not to cause alarm, that is not my purpose, that is not our purpose, but to be quite frank, I know so little of you and your sister and of Cassius, that it would just be easier to start from the beginning.
0: Would you like me to? Please. First of all, what I can say, I will be blunt, I will be frank. Cassius, this is beyond an addiction. This is beyond something he likes to do. People have hobbies. Cassius, he is obsessed, obsessed. With my sister. He is obsessed. Cassius is obsessed with Sasha. He was here just weeks ago, actually. It was within those recent weeks that's when children children went missing. I cannot explain, I cannot give you a reason why. It's beyond coincidence that his presence shortly after that began and the constant 24 7 365 living in fear is getting in Sasha's way my sister who I know she's not her her warm her bubbly self any longer it's like I'm talking to a new person Do you have a sibling? I do. Imagine that very same person who you grew up with as a toddler, as a kid, as a teenager, as a young adult, that you no longer recognize them. However... Holy shit, William and Emma are before me. Um, I do have an idea. Please do interrupt if it is outlandish. I would like to move her. I know. I know it is dangerous. However, somewhere safer than this awful place. But this town needs us, and there's no one to take our place. This is my proposal. Beetle, I want to take her to Nalor. It's supposed to be safer. It's supposed to be more fortified. Less likely for her to be found. I strongly believe once she is in a safe place, maybe, just maybe, she will drop this tough guy act. She'll actually talk to me. She'll talk to us. And I can have my sister back. I can arrange transport. Everything. It is dangerous. Cassius does seem have... He seems to have a knack for finding her. But in my heart of hearts, this is my sister. I believe with the right help, with maybe your help, we can do this.
2: How far from here is Nalor?
0: What kind of travel can you afford? Swift claw. Throws a wink. And here is a image of
2: Victor. Hmm.
4: Do keep in mind
0: It isn't Truly Truly this isn't a rush As I said There is (laughs) Look around Please do so There is No one here to fix this town So, beetle, find a suitable replacement for myself and my sister. Then we move, eh? A favor for your chain leader. While you're at it, maybe if you... Do a good job. Your first test. Try to get Fella to lay off the drinks, will ya? He keeps telling everyone that they're gonna die. I just think he's getting hammered and he's blacking out thinking that he's gonna die. True story. See, he bites into a chicken wing, cheers you, and points to the far side and you see this pot-bellied dwarf kind of rocking left to right in a chair with a stained beard alone. Do we have a deal? we have a deal. To reiterate, do what you can to fix this town. Do please, please fix this town. Visit my sister. Find a replacement for both of us. and provide ample escort.
2: Where can we go to learn of the history of this place? And I'm talking not just public records, but those that have been...
0: Yes, yes, of course. Uh, If if you would like, I could take you to uh, the townhouse. Right now. Well... Perhaps we should eat and enjoy first.
2: Yes, I would appreciate that. It will help us with uh, helping you. Yeah, so
0: about, you know, 10, 15 minutes go by of just, you know, the general bullshit, you know, small talk. Um, how about you make a perception check during that time? <coughs>
2: Uh, calculators
0: I'm telling you with Pathfinder
2: <laughs> it's like a necessity it is um, okay 19 plus 11 30
0: 30 that's great perception right
2: yeah
0: okay so um we're just taking that general look around. Um, the glean that you get, especially with, uh, you know, nudges from Victor is, you know, there's not simply, there's not a lot Beetle can accomplish right now, right here. This is not possible. What keeps on ringing in your head is a couple of things is first of all the replacement for himself and Sasha is how are you going to find two new chain leaders and secondly was essentially his closing remarks of talking to somebody named Fella to lay off his drink cuz he seems to be staring people and with that 30 you take a look over, and you see a very old dwarf. He's got these gray dreads pulled up into, like, a bunch. You know, like, to the uh, back of the scalp. Uh, wrinkled, you know, big scarred nose and face. He's wearing, like, just tattered, worn, you know, like, dirty mud, bloodstained clothes. And he's, like, hanging onto his chair. With one arm, like his chair is just like constantly teetering. Uh, reason being why it's only with one arm is because he seems to not let go of his taintered. He seems to be shouting. He's definitely like yelling something. It's not your fault for not understanding, it's because he's yelling in Dwarf. he's yelling in a dwarven dialect. He's shouting something in a language that nobody knows. He seems like really passionate. Like, he seems to mean it. It's just... It's impossible to translate dissect whatever this ramble is he's going on is it drunken does it make sense it's it's hard to tell so um beetle uh first of all obviously uh this is this is your decision. Um. I would love if you would leave. And I'm not asking you to exit. But if if you'd like to leave. Uh, William and Emma. Here. To me. Uh, I would love to discuss. Chain leading. Uh, you could. Uh, go see my sister. In the. Uh. In the townhouse, in her office, you could try to reason with that bulbous amount of gray hair and dwarven might. This is your call. You lead me in the direction you would like to go, and I will follow.
2: I look at William and Sasha. Uh, Emma and I simply ask, "Yep. What do you want?"
0: Uh you see it's actually Emma that holds uh Mr. Mazarin, that holds William back. Um Beetle.
1: Yes.
2: Do you mind
0: if I make a, a few suggestions here? Of course. Okay. Um if I may, I would like to start with um from what i understand you seem to be a uh a righteous man uh i believe the temple or church whatever it is i do believe it's been overlooked i'm not saying it should be the top of your priority list but um I think it should be on it, nevertheless. I know that there are more pressing matters. But to any civilization, a, a temple, a place of worship, uh, should be withheld. Although that isn't here, it isn't before our eyes. It's within, it has to be within a mile or two. That whatever this temple this church issue is um for my sanity I would appreciate you looking into that. Um secondly can we tip keep a secret between me and you, Beetle? Of course. With a simple <laughs> A simple, uh, Detect Thoughts, um, if you didn't know, I am capable. I, I do, I, I trust what he is saying. I believe Victor has true, honest intent for his sibling. What is troubling me is there's a, what I view to be a length of chain, for example, connecting one point to another, he is willing to, say it is 30 feet, He's not only willing to go 15 feet, he's willing to go 20 or 25 feet for that length of chain to meet. For whatever reason, this sister, this Sasha, seems to give very little. I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm not saying she's awful. I'm saying I'm not getting the best vibe, the best feeling off of her. Victor, he seems to, and as he should, this is his sister, think very lively, very high of her. I'm just saying be on your guard when you see her. And as for Fella? Is that really his name? Is he named Fella? This weird dwarf? If he is, I... Your dress is as good as mine. And you feel a couple of arcane hands behind you push your panther form out of your chair towards this dwarf and you see her just shrug and like almost shoo you away like
4: talk
2: to him I don't know I smile and I chuckle and I just tilt my head and say my lady yeah
0: and like this this is no fault of, fault of you it's she doesn't have low charisma you seem to get along with people why don't you try
1: yeah so you yeah, ap-
0: yeah. yeah. so you approach uh fella uh-huh. oh <laughs> I love how there was a pause where it's like, I'm really doing this. And again you see this older dwarf with these, you know, the grey dreads, the starred nose. He's wearing like, you know, peasant clothes just covered in mud and you're amazed he's still balanced. And, ugh. You wait.
3: You're who are you? Who are you? I am
0: Fella O'Hoolahan. Who are you? Beetle Sick. Does
2: Beetle drink? You have had enough. I? Sure.
0: You see an immediate inhale and this whole drunken demeanor stops. The tilting in the chair. He grabs like both of the armrests and is wide eyed. He's not looking at you. He's, like, looking way past your shoulder. You're looking at Victor,
2: aren't you? No. Do I notice if he's trying to be deceitful?
0: Uh, Let's call it a diplomacy with fortune. So roll twice and take the higher. (laughs) <laughs> is that another nat twenty? Two nat twenties. Oh shit. Okay, so what I want you to, what I want you to do actually, is just take a George point, because you know it, it sucks that you rolled two nat twenty side by side, and like one is essentially wasted. So now you have a chance to, you know, in the future, potentially get it back. Uh huh. So, with a nat 20, I will just double check, which, you know, that's not me being a stickler. This is me making sure that I can, to beetle, make it make sense that you can also see what I'm seeing. So, uh, just let me look into yeah you do have this okay so uh I will throw this in a uh, discord for you that even though uh even though you didn't call for this, I will say with a net twenty it kind of like triggered itself right that like your spider instinct took over.
2: Ah, yeah, sounds about right.
0: And as you're essentially trying to just tell this town drunk, this dwarf, lay off the drink, it's fine. As he just stops his shenanigans, you're like, dude, just fucking. You get that same spine chill, Beetle. You can feel it crawling, you know, like from your tailbone all the way up to your neck. Something evil. I'm not just talking alignment. Something sinister. Why isn't Victor reacting? Why aren't the Mazarin's reacting? The Goliath that served drinks, sure, he seems dumb. Why does no one see this? Why does no one care? This is where we will take our last break. We will see you guys in just a second. Welcome back! So we pick... <laughs> uh, we pick back up with uh, Beetle you're with this old town drunk dwarf kind of wide-eyed in fear you had this immediate doubt of oh, he saw Victor you know he he essentially just doesn't want to seem wasted in front of You know, his mare. And then you have that spidey sense, that spine chill of... (sighs) Something's off. Something's wrong. Is it a coincidence? That's up to you.
1: Um.
4: I told you, he's right there.
0: And you see fella, like, finger guns to, like, the far east corner. Yeah, Yeah, east.
2: Without moving... Yep. Like, I'm going to stay looking at fella O'Hulhan. Mm-hmm. Don't make it obvious, but... Yeah, yeah. Who... Or what do you see that has you scared, and has my cat oh. senses oh, yes. tingle? Yes,
0: so you want me to tell
4: you what I'm
2: seeing? Yeah.
4: Simple, simple, he is. He, he. Not female, he. He's lording, stalking over everyone. Eh hey. Fleshy, fleshy horned man. He has. not like yours. You're. yeah, you're too furry. He has this long tail. Uh, up top, you know, head. White, white, long hair. Eyes not like yours, yellow, yellow eyes, Ah, shoulders, not like ours, I enclose you in armor, his shoulders spiked, spiked with skin, As if he's wearing curved shoulder pads.
2: Do not see it. Kind of hard to see when I'm looking at you.
4: I understand.
0: Uh no, okay. no. you see he's like throwing up like a finger, he's like begging no
2: You said this thing is in the back east corner of the room? Yes. Um Compared to... Yeah,
0: which... uh, Yeah, uh, just based on the, uh, like, the description, how he was, like, you know, the tail, the spiked shoulders and all that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Here is an image. That's what he is describing. But... Yeah! Yeah. Uh, Which, based on everyone when you walked in, no one looks like that. No. And there... Simply, there isn't like an uprising. Like, people aren't dashing out of the tavern. It's like, he's only seeing it. Like, you can feel it. Why is he only seeing it? I told you he's real.
4: He'll cut you like a fish.
0: And you can see, like, people are staring over at you and him. Victor is, like, shrugging his shoulders. And he's, like, trying to, like, mouth to you, like,
2: What uh, are my hands visible to Victor?
0: Your hands, yeah, for sure.
2: Because I can sense this thing. Yeah, that's the easiest way to put it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I extend the claws on the hand that is visible to Victor to their full length. So you get okay. the hint that there's something going on. Yeah, so w- without, oh, like, no. turning your
0: head, you just kind of reach out your arm, extend claws to show there's actual danger. Yes. Yeah, and you simply just hear... Um, I guess this is more of like a George to Eric, because Killian... <laughs> has done this tantrip a ton of times where you see a simple copper wire just drop beneath his feet and you hear in your head do you have any proof? What's he talking about?
2: In my head I think is there anything that resembles a humanoid devil fish in the back east corner of the room?
0: Couple of things. First of all, as you finish that sentence, uh, Eric, not Beetle. Eric realizes George just said proof. Enjoy your <laughs> shot. Uh, fuck Enjoy you. Enjoy your shot. Secondly.
2: Fuck you. Without... You know what? <laughs> Buttons? Drink. George, roll a d6.
0: Ooh, okay. So I pulled one over on you. Oh no, that's a one.
1: What? Uh, I'll take rolled a one as well.
0: Since we both rolled a one... Enjoy your shot, and then enjoy another drink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and as that me- that message is being extended, you you haven't had much. <sighs> Look, I barely known you. Has he gotten you smashed too? Which, you're not drunk at all. You're fine. Fuck you. But you, you
3: swear.
0: You swear on Uriel. On your deity. There is something This isn't this isn't a massacre. You don't feel like there's a sudden you know four, five, six, a dozen deaths. There is something vile in here. Why don't you see it? Why does no one see it? Fella sees it what he's describing to you it makes sense
4: where is it?
2: Because the thought chain is still connected I simply say I do not expend my claws for the hell of it There is something here that I don't know how you don't see it don't sense it but this gentleman clearly sees it and it is setting off every defensive muscle in my body every sense is being triggered
0: and, uh like you basically just want to like convey all of that in the uh in the cantrip in the message yes okay so we'll just say uh Yeah, let's do a diplomacy check with fortune. So roll two d20s, take the higher of the two rolls, and add your diplomacy.
1: Uh, uh,
2: That's that's a calculator. (laughs) 33.
0: 33. 19 and a 14. Okay, so... (laughs) Yeah, so as As you're conveying all of this You see an Immediate Hand signal Not one that you know Not one that Victor knows But that's who you were sending the message to It's an immediate hand signal from William, from Mr. Mazarin. It's this whirling index finger in the air that keeps circling. And you see these, you know, fellow patrons, customers, immediately exit. This seems to be almost like some sort of old age hand signal of exit. You see, literally, I'm not saying, maybe there's a couple, no, like, literally, it is left to the entire third cup. This pub left to you, Beetle? Fella? Himself, Victor, uh, your fellow friends, Roland Antoine, William, and Emma, Mr. and Miss Mazarin. You see as the last few figures exit with a swift wave of the hand and a split second pause from Victor. I can't it can't leave, can it?
2: No. As yeah. I say that, I draw myself up to my full height. Yeah. And... and I begin drawing and calling on my deity yeah. for the most holy of holy, most pure of pure. Yeah.
0: And you see Victor doing the, you know, like, index finger to Pinky, just rolling it, wondering if he's making the wrong choice. Copper wire drops again. You're telling me he's not
2: lying. No, he is being... A thousand percent truthful.
0: And like, not only is he stunned, you you kind of simultaneously are that, you know, at a glance, you know, judge a book by its cover. This is just a drunk dwarf.
2: No. But an old drunk dwarf.
0: Exactly. This guy knows what he's looking at, what he's describing to you. Sure, there isn't visual, but you swear you know what this is. It's on the tip of your tongue (sighs) Don't make me doubt this (sighs) Doors locked windows shut a Deep breath We are not stuck with you. You. And a quick smirk. Are stuck with him. And we see Victor point to you. He begins to clear off tables. About a 30 foot cube. Of the third cup. Is left to you.
2: I look at Fella and I simply ask him, Do you have anything for a brawl? Uh,
0: I mean, Would you like this? And offers his tankard. Hmm.
2: Which, <laughs> which, a while. as much okay. as.
0: <laughs> as weird as it will say as much as I can say that tankard even though it isn't magical
2: you've obviously you never had a tankard you, you feel
0: like it's not the worst idea
2: I accept
0: okay you take a fellas tankard? I mean, you know, this could be ale, this could be schnapps, vodka, whiskey or not sure, you know, what proof whatever the fuck this is and you just down it. Yeah. No shits given. So uh, secondly, I want it to be known that I said proof again.
2: (laughs) I don't care. I got whiskey to work with now. Oh shit! <laughs> how about,
0: uh, how, how about I wrote, I will write an IOU. That next session, you owe me a shot, and I'll take this one for you.
3: Deal. <laughs> whew,
1: whew.
0: So, with that being said, Jesus.
2: You know what, buddies? Roll again. I want
0: that, like, why is it so spicy meme.
2: Oh, I swear you're trying to kill me with these black cherries.
0: (laughs) That, uh you accept that drink from fella, right? Uh-huh. You down that tainted. As you down that tainted, the realization is hitting. There it is. You take that breath. Oof. Close your eyes and open them and see why are you finally seeing this before you and then finally that proper, that reasonable, whether it is a sense of deity, a sense of champion, or a sense of intelligence or wisdom. This guy. This dwarf fella. He was never lying in the first place. No one else around him. Was drunk enough. To see. What he was
1: seeing.
0: (laughs) That beetle. Now that you are intoxicated enough, you see before you, finally, what this dwarf was being accused of, this fleshy horned person. He's not imaginary. He's not fake. You see, trying to fly out the door to capture his next victim. The door being closed, whew, in front of him. You kind of staggering on your feet. You see that same fleshy horned man. That same tail with the long white hair, the yellow eyes. That evil sense you have, that spine chill of a devil, an invisible devil that takes a certain amount of intoxication to see in the first place. The town drunk that seemed crazy thankfully got so drunk, so consistently, <laughs> could actually see what was before him. The same spiked shoulder bean <laughs> lunged towards you. Next session, We will get to the combat. I do hope... (laughs) I do hope all of you enjoyed our second session of the Darklands. I know it was only uh, Eric and I here... Uh, I tried my best to fill in for uh, the players NPCs, and PCs and etc. that couldn't be here. So, next session, in episode three, ideally, hopefully, we get to see Beetle fighting whatever this creature is.